Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly, a podcast where I read books and I talk about them on a podcast to help improve my health, my wealth, my wisdom, and my peace. And then I convey the information to you so that you can improve those areas of your life as well. This podcast is supplementary to my main podcast, Book Club with Caden Kelly, where I do the same thing, but it's a little longer. Uh, that podcast is about 60 to 90 minutes. This podcast is 15 minutes or less for your convenience. I do Book Club Live on Twitch and Facebook and YouTube, uh, and you can find links to all of that through my blog, kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. I also post TikToks and Instagram videos and do stuff like that, so you could get the most out of all of this content. I do this to keep myself accountable so I can learn all the information, apply it, and be a better person and improve those areas, like I said, but like I like to do, like I want to do, is I want to give it to you as well so you can make major improvements to your health, your wealth, your wisdom, and your peace. So if you like this episode, go check out the longer episode. Get way more conversation and content. This episode, actually, you know, the the book club episode was one of the longer ones that I've done. Um, so there's lots of content to cover for the book that we're doing today, which is Recapture the Rapture by Jamie Wheel. Rethinking God, Sex, and Death in a World That's Lost Its Mind. Uh, really quickly about the author, Jamie Wheel is the co-author of the global best-selling, I'm sorry, the global bestseller, Stealing Fire, How Silicon Valley, the Navy SEALs, and Maverick Scientists are Revolutionizing the Way We Live and Work, and the founder of the Flow Genome Project, an organization dedicated to research and training of, to the research and training of human performance. His work and ideas have been covered in the New York Times, the Financial Times, Wired, the Harvard Business Review, and Forbes. He lives near the Colorado River with his wife, Julie, and their two kids, and a golden retriever named Aslan. Awesome book. So much content to cover. Uh, this, this, you know, this was one of the longest episodes. I'm sorry, one of the longest notes, some of the most notes I've taken out of a book. And I did my best to keep the last, to keep the book club episode to a reasonable uh, time frame. I think I ended up going like an hour and 45 minutes. So I'm I'm going to go through, I'm going to breeze through so much information on this book so I can keep the episode uh, consolidated into our appropriate time frame. So please bear with me. In fact, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go over the notes because I'm going to try to just cover the, the concept of the book. And I guess I could do that pretty quickly. So let's talk about Recapture the Rapture and where Jamie Wheel is coming from. The book is broken down into three parts, like most books. Part one is called Choose Your Apocalypse. Part two is The Alchemist Cookbook. And part three is Ethical Cult Building. So the book, the, the idea of the book is the world is losing meaning or has lost meaning and has, has in the past lost me meaning and then regained a new sense of meaning. Bef uh, through most of our human evolution, We've found meaning through spirituality, through religion, and through salvation. That changed when, uh, through what you'd call the Enlightenment era, when individuals gained a sense of, you know, they gained their sense of individuality, that uh, all people are equal to some extent, and um, the scientific revolution, it, it, it changed the, our perspective on meaning. Uh, and that, that, that's existed for several hundred years. And now we live in a world where we're losing that sense of meaning through 
through lots of different problems that we're facing. Political injustices, in political, I'm sorry, social injustices, political corruption, uh, corporation cons- co- corruption, um, what else? Climate change. Um, I, I've, there, I have notes of lists of all these problems, but in short, the world that we live in is quote unquote crumbling or losing meaning or problems are arising and they're not being addressed or solved and uh, humans feel less happy than they've ever been. Um, and it, or at least, you know, that's, that's just part of the, that's part of the argument that he's making. We're losing meaning again. And his solution is we need to introduce a new form of meaning in the world, which he calls meaning 3.0, or he also calls it a sexual yoga of healing. Weird name. Bear with me. So uh, meaning, if meaning 1.0 was religiosity and re- meaning 2.0 is the enlightenment or individuality or inclusivity, then meaning 3.0 is a combination of those two things, of religiosity and inclusivity. Or rather, spirituality. I think spirituality is better than uh, religiosity. So anyway, meaning 3.0 is composed of five components. It's, uh, it's composed of respiration, embodiment, music, sex, and sacraments. And uh, I, I go through, I go through, you know, I, I break each down into its component parts and how to, you know, what they do and why they're important. But the main idea is uh, we'll fi- we find the deepest experiences that we can have through those five things. And they need to be those five things because they're the most available they're the most transparent and they're anti-fragile. You know, they don't erode or or lose potency over time. Breath respiration is free and it has a powerful impact on our body and our brains. Um, what was the other one? Embodiment when we subject ourselves through invol- uh, when we subject ourselves to voluntary forms of suffering, we experience we experience sensations of pleasure and healing we can that's part of part of the experience uh music is a powerful way to express and feel emotion um sacrament is an interesting concept but it's it's he he uses the term sacrament but really it's the idea of of drugs using drugs to enhance our experience in responsible ways Uh, and then sex is another it's like the deepest way to experience connection with somebody so all of these all of these things are the most accessible. They're the most uh, transparent. He uh, the what is the term that he uses? Not transparent, but uh, um, open source. So they're open source, which uh, you know they're available to everybody. It's scalable, which means that it can be distributed uh, at, at large scale, and it's uh, and cheap as well. And anti-fragile, so it'll it'll it can last the test of time. So th- those five things, it's the interesting thing about all of this is: do these five things solve global problems and global unrest, like the political injustice? I keep saying that, but it's social injustice, political corruption, uh, cl- uh, climate change, corporation injustice, or manipulation. No, sex and drugs and music and breath work don't solve the corruption in the world. But what they do is they allow more, they, they give people more meaning in their life. Uh, they give people higher experiences, more, more uh, 
more let's see deeper experiences and if we if we uh use them responsibly then they can enhance the quality of our lives they don't solve the the world the the problems in the world but they allow us to be more like you know they they give us meaning and they give us purpose so that we can address the problems and so we can come up with solutions and everybody needs to participate Everybody needs to work on themselves to improve themselves so that we can com- come together, which is the most important thing. We need to be able to come together to solve the problems of the world. We can't continue to fight and bicker and, uh, and point fingers and point blame. If we, want, if we want to live in a world that will function, <laughs> we have to set aside our differences and we have to come together. And that's really what it comes down to. And I guess doing these participating in the alchemist cookbook okay well i'm telling you there was so much information out of this book and i don't know if we solved any anything or what but the like doing drugs doesn't solve our problems it gives us deeper and more powerful experiences part three ethical cult building is sort of devoted to the uh the ethics of doing these things the consequences of doing these things how uh how we can how we should integrate them in our lives in a responsible way and how we should use them to increase our accountability not to take away not to take away from our accountability we should participate in um well it's, he uses the components of mainstream religion which are uh you know which is like uh, metaphysics ethics sacrament scripture and deities those are the you know his five components of main religion and uses them introduces them into building an ethical cult so we can we can use we can uh engage in those in the alchemist cookbook of music sex uh drugs breathwork and embodiment ethically right i'm i'm going through this so briefly i'm doing my best i'm doing the best i can i don't know if i'm making any sense uh, I will say, you know, p- part of part of the ethics behind doing all of this is not to engage in everything to the point of, you know, to uh, just we want to engage in pleasant things because they're pleasant, right? And as as our biological nature is to run away from discomfort and seek comfort and seek pleasure, and really the, emphasizing those five areas pushes the pleasure buttons in our brain repeatedly. And that in itself isn't immoral. In fact, pleasure, like our experience of pleasure is amoral. You, really, the problem is, uh, the problem stems from our dependency to the thing and acting irresponsibly because of the thing or for the thing. So uh, this, is, this is where our individual responsibility and accountability is so important. We, we should be able to engage in... Uh, those five things, the Alchemist Cookbook, uh, but we need to be responsible. In fact, he he we he talks about um, calendaring everything. Uh, like for for drug the drugs one specifically, he suggests that the best times to the best time to engage in psychedelic experiences is at adolescence, at marriage, and at death. Uh, and adolescence, it can be like a, a part of a rite of passage where, uh, you know, where you're, where you as an adolescent growing up, becoming an adult, taking on responsibility, 
when you do drugs, I've never done drugs. I'm kind of terrified of drugs, but it sounds like when you do dr- when you do a drugs like this in a safe environment, you can have a really profound experience, deep personal experience. To you, ex- you explore your place in the world, your relationship with other people, your relationship with your mind and your body. You have really profound experiences that can be really grounding and humbling. The problem with psychedelic drugs, one of the problems with psychedelic drugs is abusing these the uh, these experiences. Doing drugs just for the for the sake of partying or for or just just to get high, right? There's lots of problems with all of it. And like with sex, it's not about having compulsive uh, overindulging in sex, non-consensual sex. It's not what it's about. It's about engaging with a partner uh um romantically it's it's about tuning in your uh tuning in your desires with with somebody else it's just like experiencing deep connection with somebody to find meaning in life all of these things enhance life they enhance the 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 um experience of life and uh they should be taken with you know they sh- they should be exercised with great care and caution so lots of lots of info to digest i recommend reading it especially if you're concerned about the state of the world (laughs) and you want to uh you want to find more meaning in your life recapture the rapture rethinking god sex and death in a world that's lost its mind by jamie wheel so that's it you want to join the uh the want to join the conversation live when we do the book club go to my blog kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com Find the YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch link. You got to click on it and go follow me. Turn on your notifications and you'll be notified when I go live. It's Mondays in the AM sometime. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I post TikToks and blog and TikToks and Instagram reels and shit. You'll find links to all my social media on there. And uh, that's yeah, that's it. Next time we'll be doing it again. So uh, stay tuned and we'll we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for showing up.